service of the University of New Mexico, also broadcasting on KRRT 90.9 Arroyo Seco, Taos, KRRE 91.9 Las Vegas, KRAR 91.9 Española, and KBOM 88.7 Socorro. Music playlist, live streaming, and more online at KUNM.org. Colectivo Raíces presenta su programa Espejos de Aztlán Información, arte, cultura Bienvenidos Bienvenidos a su programa Espejos de Aztlán Hoy, 30 de septiembre, estamos con nuestros invitados de hoy. Welcome to your Espejos Yestlan show. And today, September the 30th, we are with our guest, Dr. Melina Vizcaíno Alemán and Jason Eisenap. Welcome to our show. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, today we are going to talk in our show about the Rodolfo and Patricia Naya Symposia and about new genres on the indigenous Southwest with Dr. Melina Vizcaíno Alemán, Associate Professor of the Department of English at the University of New Mexico, and Jason Eisenap, a Comanche and Muskogee Creek writer and director. And Mr. Eisenap particularly will converse with us today about his presentation regarding new genres and indigenous voices in the present. So thank you so much for coming today and um, for being able to share with our listeners about this symposia you are organizing and also that will be part. Yes, you're welcome so much. Um, uh, so this symposia is actually part of a larger lecture series that the English department has hosted since 2010. Um, and so we're coming up on our 10th annual lecture, which we will be um, hosting next fall. Um, so what I wanted to do this semester, this fall, was really bring attention to some of our local talent, which is why I brought Jason in um, on in the organizing effort um, and um, but more broadly just to sort of bring in new perspectives and new voices on the research art and activism of, of the indigenous southwest today which is so very diverse and um, I think there are multiple parts to that um, so our, we just finished hosting uh, the first of our three symposia this fall last Thursday um, Jason will be giving his presentation on Thursday October 31st um, and uh, our last uh, symposia will take place Thursday November 21st and that'll feature uh, Dr. Jennifer Dennett Dale who's a professor in American Studies at UNM. Okay, let's take the opportunity that we have here Jason Isenap and uh, I would like to hear his voice around what is he, he's preparing about this new presentation and also the title of this presentation you are going to share as writer and director. I know you are also a reporter and actor. The title of this is New Approaches, New Genres Around Indigenous Voices Now. Uh, what are these new genres? And I also would like to hear what are, if there are new voices in this social narrative. The things I've primarily been working on with High Country News after this actual piece that, that I did, the Najani Girls piece, have been film reviews, uh, indigenous film reviews. And um, I've basically been highlighting uh, indigenous filmmakers and, and doing film criticism specifically about, according to my editor, who uh, <laughs> he's, he's like, this is, I have the only beat 
the only Indian in, the, the only indigenous film beat in the world. <laughs> I'll take his word for that. <laughs> but it's it's very like a I enjoy it. It's 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 something that and I, I try to like a uh, no one really pays attention to indigenous film, and so um, what I'm trying to do each each month or each every other month is trying to just look at film look at indigenous film from a critical perspective and and um and try to see the things that are like uh that are that we're doing that we're doing positively and and and, and also that we're not doing well and this later i have another thing i have a I have a thing coming out here pretty soon um uh, and i won't get too much into it but i'm kind of like uh going to be talking about smoke signals 21 years later hmm. almost like a think piece hmm. and kind of the things that like uh Everyone loves smoke signals, but mm-hmm. and and I loved smoke signals twenty one years ago. But looking back upon it, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of things that we can like critically analyze and 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 uh, uh, look at now that 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 were uh, problem that's problematic now mm-hmm. actually. When you're talking about uh, indigenous films, mm-hmm. what are we talking about? Are films produced by Hollywood or films produced and directed by... Primarily thinking about indigenous films made by indigenous people. And I'm, I'm not necessarily sticking to North America. I've like reviewed films from like a, a, um, Canada, or well, that's North America actually, but um, <laughs> Maori land. Just, uh, I'm, I'm looking at indigenous films worldwide. People, uh, films that are made by indigenous people, um, and, and not by white people who are making films about Indian people. I mean, and that's fine, and that's all well, and that's all good. But that's not what I'm doing with this particular beat that I'm on right now. So, in this kind of movies on which is uh, these movies are produced uh, by indigenous peoples all around the world. What mm-hmm. would you like to see in that narrative? I, I'm looking more in terms of just trying to, st- for people to to stay with a story and not turn to cliche, and, and tell the stories that they need to tell, uh, that they ha- are passionate about telling. Um, I'm primarily interested in, in uh, highlighting those types of works that mm-hmm. are that are like not relying on like a, uh, like eagle cries. Or like uh, you know rattles, just <laughs> I want, oh, even genre pictures. I'm really interested in like uh, I'm really interested in uh, 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 what Barnaby has like a new uh, uh, zombie picture that's that ma- was at Cannes, and I'm, I'm very interested in getting a link to that actually, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I want to review that. But um, I'm interested in indigenous people like taking it to the next level, basically. In the case of New Mexico, because this is part of this Rodolfo and Patricia Anaya symposia, so I think it's linked to our state in some ways. What we would need to see more on the screen regarding our own uh, history, uh, regarding indigenous peoples. What's your opinion about that, Jason Isenop? I look at uh, uh, cinematic works as you know individually like i, I think mm-hmm. people should should to tell the stories that they want to tell i don't necessarily think that uh, native representation is important but i don't think it needs to be there need there, there need not be a checkbox mm-hmm. like you know mm-hmm. this needs to be done and this needs to be done uh-huh. i think every artist every filmmaker has a, a passion and has a story that they want to tell what i'm what i would 
endorse is that each indigenous filmmaker be able to tell that story without relying on cliche and try to tell a universal story that applies to, to that connects to everybody. Is it possible to do that today? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not easy, you know, mm -hmm. this is funding and you have to find the right network. And I was just, I was just telling Melina here, I was just like, I'm waiting on funding for my film and it's, it takes forever sometimes for these things to happen. But um, if you find the right network, like I have, I have people in place for my next film, but it's just, it, it, you really have to have the passion to really want to make that, that work. And you have to build that network. Dr. Melina Vizcaíno Lemana. In this case, we are also having cartoons, stories of which you also wrote, uh, Jason Isna, part of the story. Mm. How is this coming into this uh, Rudolfo and Patricia Naya symposium? Well, one of the things that drew me to Jason's work was my uh, my knowledge of this graphic novel that he, that he collaborated with Tristan and, and Sean. Uh, and so the visual aspect, I think, is really what was key for me that I wanted to bring into this event because the the uh, Rudolfo and Patricia Anaya lecture on the literature of the Southwest is largely focused on the literary and, and for the most part in the past we've had um, very prominent writers, creative writers who have you know, we've hosted as part of this series but this year like I said I, I really wanted to open up that you know the expressive culture of what that might mean the, the the southwest and literature so i really liked the visual aspect of jason's work and i think the graphic novel nishoni girls really i think highlighted that for me but um but it's just one part of the larger narrative and I would say the, the larger initiative that I think indigenous film and indigenous writing is, is headed in now and that is to really I think um, challenge and create a kind of counter narrative to the stereotypical portrayals that we're very much used to and that are really part of our American consciousness and our myth making that's the sort of whole trajectory from early American literature forward the, the these representations of native peoples as subhuman or, or um you know just sort of these cardboard you know props or uh representations that don't really capture the full experience of of native american lives so um You know, the, the graphic novel is definitely one of the things that drew my attention and also one of the things I wanted to highlight in terms of looking at different forms of expressive culture that combine the, the literary and the visual and, and all of these innovative approaches to, to sort of representing the people and the place. Um, Uh, 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 the indigenous Southwest specifically, but the term indigenous, as Jason mentioned, is is much more broad than that. It's not particular to the Southwest. It's not particular even to the U.S. Um, so it is also a way to make these connections across the globe that aren't necessarily 
um, uh, uh, that don't just plague the local community. So you were highlighting a graphic novel, and in this case, we also have you were uh, Jason Isenup. You were one of the writers of the story as well. Yeah, if I was I the writer. In prior times, graphic novel was like that was not literature, isn't it? When I saw this drawing, I thought, mm, I really like this. I want to read it because yeah. the ink, yeah. the the art, the and the story that you were sharing in this uh, graphic novel. So we'll have a very short musical cut, but after this uh, musical cut, we'll talk with Jason Asenap, who is a guest today, a writer, director from the Comanche and Muskogee Creek, and also Melina Vizcaino Aleman about this Rodolfo Ananaya Symposium. <laughs> Now that I have you, Jason, sitting up here in our show, can you tell us what did inspire this uh, graphic novel? Let's begin by the title. So originally, it began like actually as a documentary project, oddly enough. <laughs> And uh, I had been talking with uh, my editor Tristan uh, Aton. Aton, oh yes. <laughs> he we we, we he uh, had suggested we we I pitched it to him because I usually pitch things to him. Uh, And he was like, uh, he's like, yeah, that sounds like a great <laughs> idea. Like, we maybe we can. I was like, I want to do because there's this whole underground indigenous music scene here in town mm -hmm. that I did was not aware of until last probably, yeah, last year. Uh -huh. And I spent all of last year kind of just like invest investigating it, just kind of like seeing all these different bands. Is underground usually? Yeah, I would say underground because uh -huh. it's like they're all a lot of house shows. Um, Becky Jones and uh, and and her her boyfriend Greg, this that's probably the nucleus of it, and then it just expands from there. And between them, they have like ten bands, and they're all just different genres of bands. And I was just going to all these shows like all over town, and just like I was like, this is a great experience, you know. It's like I love this. This is good music, and so I wanted to like do a documentary and kind of highlight a few of these bands that they had. And so we were going to do that, but the, the the funding, the financing fell through and whatever. And mm -hmm. and Tristan had always wanted to do like a – he's really into like graphic novel comic stuff. And uh -huh. so he was like, well, why don't we do that? And so I was kind of like bummed out a bit because, you know, I'm a filmmaker. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll try it. You know, whatever. How is yeah. the title? What do you pronounce the name? Uh, Najoni Girls. Nijoni That's Girls. actually the the band that we highlighted. That's the name of the band. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was like, okay, I'm going to do this specific band because I want to highlight indigenous female musicians mm -hmm. who are, like, doing cool stuff. And so that's what we did. And, like, I, we basically uh, embedded ourselves for a day and a half, two days, kind of just were annoying and just kind of spent all our time with, with uh, Liz McKenzie and then uh, with, with Becky and, all, and, and watched them play like they, they so they are up. real people and then I, we went we had to look for an artist and so i was looking just on instagram basically and i was just like and i i'd done some like uh, work before with indian country today like on a at indigenous comic-con and i had seen uh, sean bialy's work and uh I, i i saw him on instagram and i was like this is the guy this is this is the guy we need and so i we look i looked him up i was like you're going to be on this project. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and so he And what's the story about? The story, basically, I, I, 
I was you know, I went through Liz. Liz is the 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 uh, singer, and it's basically about her meeting the other uh, musicians in the band, and kind of like her her just her becoming a musician because she was not necessarily a musician in the beginning and it's about her just be- learning how to 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 learn her instrument mm-hmm. and then like her you know going through the trials and tribulations of that and then she there's a there's a passage there's this beautiful passage where she goes to um standing rock and she goes up there and then she 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 uh she helps feed people so she's 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 heavily into activism too mm-hmm. so she's 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 a very interesting person and so that's primarily that's that's the story I told with, you know, an, an origin story as well because it's a, mm-hmm. it's a it's a com- it's a comic so it's like here's the here's the origin story of like these superhero women coming together to to kick ass. Can I say that? <laughs> <Okay>, sorry. <laughs> but, you know. but I love the blending of all these genres. I mean, the fact that it was going to be a documentary, but because of funding and you know other you know other forces that we cannot control right it, mm-hmm. it sort of shaped what eventually became uh, and actually still- we can tell our listeners that they can li- really read online these uh, these stories isn't it right yes it's it's accessible on the high country news website hcn.org i believe yes, yes. and yeah. it's also on our knm website if they want to just click there mm-hmm. and then can go to the to the whole story and the the drawing is so powerful just in black and white mm-hmm. like the old fashioned graphic novel mm-hmm. i that when that's when i'm saying i really know i loved these graphic novels when i was a child mm-hmm. and then an adolescent even though it was like uh, sometimes uh looking down this mm-hmm. kind of literature that right. was not literature right. so i really want to congratulate the fact that the english department is taking this kind of projects uh, along with all the other literature uh, but uh, this kind of literature as uh, as something that is part of our southwestern literature yeah and i like i said i really wanted to open up this series to a broader audience and um you know i think these kinds of narratives just they're much more accessible to a, a broader reading audience and you know that that's not to say that there's any there any lesser i think they're actually much more important um particularly if you can weave into these narratives a, a social consciousness um and i think that that that's really again what drew me towards this narrative and also uh inspired me to to invite jason and the whole panel really for the next symposia and the next symposia will feature jason it will also feature tristan atone and sean bayali so they're all going to sort of give um a presentation on their work um and we remind our listeners that this yes thursday october the 31st yes thursday october 31st is what time jason will be presenting and it is at 4 p.m at the Hodgen Hall Alumni Center, third floor, the Bobo Room. So there will be a panel, the uh, a panel of of the three, um, make, presenting on their work. Uh, 
uh, new uh, approaches and new genres and in indigenous voices now. Um, we'll also have time for Q&A. So we really invite the, the larger public to come out. Students and community members are especially welcome. And um, there will also be a reception afterwards. So we want to remind our listeners that we are talking about the tooths. 2019 Rodolfo and Patricia Naya Symposia on the Southwest and if somebody wants to get in touch with you, uh, Jason uh, what, do you have an email address that we can share uh, with our listeners? Oh sure, yeah, it's uh, <clears throat> asnap at unm.edu and uh, if for more information on the Symposia series, you can uh, go to our website which you can access through uh, the UNM Department of English website in our Uh, department life tab we also have a facebook page the rodolfo and patricia naya lecture on the literature of the southwest and we also have an instagram handle it's uh you can find that at the hashtag anaya lecture 2019 and hashtag southwest literature um so any number of places you can find more out more information about the event Thanks so much. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Melina Vizcaino Aleman. And thank you so much, Jason Nason. And congratulations for organizing this. And congratulations for your work as well. Thank you so much, thank Christina. You.